0: Welcome to the Meg's Podcast. I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Rebus. We're two sister-in-laws with two opposite personalities living in two different states.
1: But we're here with one goal, to encourage you through our honest and funny conversations about the important and not so important things in life. Because we believe today is
0: a perfect day to laugh with someone. Hey there. What's happening? I have my Starbucks drink and it's going to give me some caffeine and all the energy. (laughs) I will only, it's running low. I'm almost at the end of it. (laughs) Um, so I will only be a morning person because sometimes we record in the morning. Sometimes we record in the afternoons, these episodes, you just never know. Today we're recording in the morning and I will only be a morning person for a few more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a backup ready to go. I don't. I only have a bottle of water. I'm trying to do better today. I'm trying to drink water today. Well, maybe we
1: should attempt to record at night sometime. Um, I don't know if I
0: could do that though, Meg. I've been begging you to do a midnight. Oh, girl. Midnight. Yes. It would be so amazing. I mean, I feel like I want to be a morning person and. Like my kids kind of make me, my kids and coffee kind of make me a morning person, but really deep down in my heart, like just, I, I'm a night person. I'm a night owl. I'm not really morning or night. I I feel like I'm better just in the day. <laughs> I would totally agree with that. You hit your stride if you want... Megan at, I don't know, her creative peak of the day, Yes. call her for lunch, like a lunch appointment. Yeah. (laughs) She'll be a good lunch pal. I'm ready to go. She has all the things, all the ideas. I move slow in the
1: morning. I mean, I'm up early, but I move slow in the morning and I am toast at night. Not happening.
0: Well, we're going to do them. I'm going to make it happen. You Mm -hmm. owe me. I'm rallying this morning, girl. So thank you. All right. So we're talking today about, we're like chatting about all things 2020. Is I that know. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we are days away from it being done. <sighs>
0: Has this I mean, been a I slow know. year or a fast year for you? It's like a mix. Can I say a roller coaster? Both. Yeah.
1: I agree. Cause I was thinking about it the other day and. Thought, golly, this has gone super fast. But then when I think about now, mm -mm, it's actually been a a slow year. Like the kids were home for six months for spring break. Like they came home for spring break and never went back.
0: (laughs) And that lasted like 500 years, right? That was forever. Um, But then there's times that it has seemed really fast. I think this, the fall has felt fast to me. Yes.
1: With the kids being, see, my kids have been back in school this whole time, um, where yours just went back. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's been ups and downs. Like when I think back on 2020 and just January itself, like just how clueless we were kind of coming into into the year, Mm
1: -hmm. going
0: into the year. Um, but really there was like red flags. I should, I should have known like there was like foreshadowing or something because what we happened? W- we rang in the new year. It was awful. We were in Texas. We'd been there for um, the holidays, right? Because we'd moved to Florida, so we went back to Texas to see family. And um, we it hit midnight. We were with my sister and um, some friends. And I look over on the couch, and both of my girls at midnight are sobbing like oh. uncontrollably crying. Uh, so I scoop them up and kind of take them to another room. They knew that uh, we were leaving to go back to Florida on the first. And so that yeah, was their were last. They were so sad. A lot of people don't know that it's just, it's well, and I'm sure other people do know, but it's hard to move when you're a kid and a teenager. It's and, hard to move
1: as an adult.
0: Yes. It's just hard. And they um, I think what sometimes family and friends don't realize is every visit they have to say goodbye, goodbye. again. Mm-hmm. And that is what was like breaking their heart is they knew they were having to say goodbye. So we bring in the new year all crying on a Tears,
1: couch. flooding.
0: Tears. So that should have been like some kind of clue for you. <laughs> like warning red sign. Flag. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> like abandoned ship now. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, we had
1: a difficult start to 2020. Also, Meg, Um, I know, you know, the story, but in February, I have a sweet friend and her son that passed away tragically. And so we had to just walk through all of that grief. And the boy that passed away was my son's friend. And so we had to walk him through that grief as well. So that was a difficult, you know, beginning to our year. It was, it was pretty awful.
0: That is oh, again. Now I shouldn't have even said my <laughs> no. It's my fine. start to twenty twenty story. No, because here's the
1: thing: I feel like a lot of people can really resonate with the fact that it's just been a hard year, you know, for a lot of people, and we don't want to minimize that, right? I mean, yeah. Today we'll probably talk about some of the crazy stuff of twenty twenty and what we've learned, but in it all, we want to make sure that people understand that we get that it was hard to, you know, and there were a lot of hard stuff. That was, that was probably one of the most difficult things for us walking through. And I know that other people have experienced their own losses through jobs or through family members or whatever, you know, it's been, it's been a wild year.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's parts of it that stick with me so vividly, like thinking back to 2020, like you said, the kids kind of being at home and online learning and school, all of that stuff. And then there's parts of it that just feel like blurry or a fog. Like I can't even remember, but, um, I don't know, just trying to think like what I learned and 2020.
1: Okay. So the first thing that I would say is that I learned, I am not called to be a teacher. (laughs) Oh yeah. Me neither. (laughs) When the kids were home in the spring for the, you know, online learning or whatever, that was awful. That was terrible. I, I want to give teachers everything for what they have had to deal with this year. I think this is a terrible year to be a teacher.
0: <laughs> I know, but thank God for them. Oh my gosh, and, I can't even imagine. You know, two of our sisters are teachers, and yeah. that is their gifting. Like yep. it is not ours. No, friend, <laughs> not like, at all. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say that. Like that is me just neither. Not how I'm wired. It's not how I'm gifted. And, and I love children. Like I love you know. Um, obviously my girls, but playing with nieces, nephews. I babysat a lot growing up too. Like I have a heart for kids, but I'm unable to teach your children. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I can love on them and we can play and have a blast and we can come up with all kinds of games. I'm not a teacher Mm -mm. and I was not a good teacher for Haley Bell. She, I can't even tell you how many times I texted or called Logan and was like, she's crying. I'm crying. Like everything's falling apart. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, I know.
0: So that is, maybe I guess I learned that too, that I'm not, <laughs> maybe I'm not a teacher. Oh, it was just hard having both girls home and how did they get there's along? A, there's an age difference there. So mm. I've got a teenager and then the eight year old, and yeah. she just thinks Audrey has hung the moon and just wants to do anything and everything. So it was not always pretty at my house on any given day during the spring or summer. So, um, I mean, they love each other and we worked through it and it was, you know, it was okay, but you know, it wasn't the best situation, I think, because there's the age difference and we were just with each other all All the the time. time. How did your kids, I mean, you've got three I
1: know you might not like this, but ours was good. We really had a great, I was a little scared at first because I was working at the time I had a job and so I had everything at home in the spring I had to bring home because they were home and I thought, oh, they're going to hate each other by the end of this. This is going to be insane, but they really didn't. They rallied and I, I feel like that was just what we needed because I was so stressed out with work that I needed help and they just loved each other and played more. And my daughter Reed and Davis, they're only two years apart, but they are still closer. I feel like now than they even were a year ago. She sleeps in his room every night for a sleepover. And I know girl.
0: All right. Well, I guess I'm happy for you, but it wasn't- I don't hear your happiness. I'm sorry. It wasn't rainbows and unicorns over at my place. It's like, you know, WWE wrestling Wrestling. or whatever they call it. (laughs) Like, geez. Uh, But I I know it's not always perfect in your
1: No, but that was a a silver lining for us that I am totally grateful for.
0: I'm glad. I'm I'm happy for you that that, that that happened to- Workout And I don't know. I'm okay. What else happened in 2020? Like all the hurricanes, like every oh, right. hurricane in the yeah, world. So, okay. So I guess we
1: learned what the Greek alphabet was. If we didn't already know it, which we probably should have, but uh, you know, we had to move into the Greek names. Isn't that right? Is that what we did we Yeah, the Greek names for all the hurricanes? Cause we had so many, we flew through the regular <laughs> alphabet. I mean, at one point you and I were texting each other because one was heading to Florida. One was heading to the coast of Texas towards Houston. And we were like,
0: oh my gosh, who's going to get hit first? Yeah, I prepared. Luckily, we have a hurricane bin because being new to Florida, that was one of the first things people kind of told us is, you know, hey, make sure you've got this, 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 and this, you know, so I've got my hurricane bin and from last year. Stashed away in there was toilet tissue.
1: Oh, okay. So that's like a whole nother thing, right? You know, of 2020 is all all that. It
0: was like Christmas Day <laughs> opening up that hurricane bin and finding toilet paper. And it wasn't the cheap toilet paper. It was the, the cottonell, no, like the oh, good stuff. yeah. So that was like amazing opening is, up our hurricane bin with all the toilet.
1: I I think that that will continue to b- baffle me. Is the disappearance of all things toilet paper.
0: Right, because it it went away. You know, it was, you could not find paper towels or toilet tissue in the spring. So you call I it feel toilet like, tissue? Oh, I do. What do you call it?
1: Toilet paper.
0: Oh, toilet paper. Toilet tissue, toilet paper. Hmm. Interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what your family, like your sisters, call it. Now I feel like I have
0: to ask Ben. I think he calls it toilet paper. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Anywho, so I found the toilet <laughs> tissue. tissue. I don't know what to say now. Oh, um, well, Megan, where was I going with that now? I don't oh, know. Okay, so it was not available in the spring. Right. Then it's like it came back to life and you could find it in the summertime and even into midfall. Yeah. But now, I mean, again, so we're in the winter and all disappearing again. First disappeared.
1: Yeah, I think that's just because of, you know, the coronavirus uptick in the last month. But has everybody the- super scared and so they feel like they've got to be able to wipe everybody's tushies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I will say I have been stocking up more, but not in like a fearful way, but just I go to Costco, that's where, and I go once a month and I get my toilet paper there. And so I usually, I only need it once every couple of months, you know, but every time I go, I've just been buying more. So we've got a plethora around here.
0: I think, oh, I love that you just said plethora, please somebody comment on this and tell us that they have watched the three amigos, because we could probably quote the whole thing. Um, And by we, you mean you and my brother and everybody in my family and my husband and Audrey. Uh, so we love it. Anyways, I would say in 2020, like what I learned is to be flexible Mm, and prepared, which I'm not, I usually, which you guys know this, I guess from our opposites episode. Um, I usually wing most things like the day-to-day life. I just kind of wing it. And so that has helped in my flexibility. I'm able to kind of be flexible, go with the flow, which you have to do. Forget about planning anything, right? Yeah. There's no planning. Maybe you might be able to plan something the week of. Um, So being flexible, but then also on the flip side of that, just kind of being prepared for things. Like you're talking about, like, not just with the home goods and stuff, like, you know, groceries, like stocking up. Yes, we've had to be prepared for that. But I feel like even just thinking ahead and kind of preparing my girls for emotional things or, you know, just trying to think ahead and, you know, what conversations do we probably need to have with them? Like in the summertime, what is school going to probably look like? We don't know for sure. So um, something that my older sister actually, I learned from her years and years and years ago, and I loved it so much, and so I stole it, um, is she taught her kids to be, um, she said, we're going to be easy to please. I have used that phrase with them all growing up, but I have used it more in 2020. Like, we're going to be flexible, we're going to be easy to please. Like, we just need to be available and happy with whatever Whatever we
1: have and whatever's put in front of us. Yeah,
0: I do. I think Meg, you know,
1: this leading up to school year, we did have to have some of those conversations with the kids that you would never think that you have to have, you know, of just, Hey, this is, this is the expectation. So like I said, our school district, we've been back, we've had the choice from the beginning in August where we could go to school in person or they could stay home and do virtual. And I let my kids really make the choice. They just all had to choose the same thing. I didn't want some in school and some at home. And uh, they picked school, but then we had to sit down and explain to them, okay, listen, you're going to have to wear a mask all day, eight hours a day, You're going to have to stay six feet away from everybody. They're probably going to have plexiglass on your, you know, desks, which that was, that was hard for me when I went out into the, into the public for the first time, like coronavirus hit what March. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't probably until May when I got out, Ben did most of our grocery shopping because he still had to be at work for the most part. So he was out. So I stayed at home with the kids, but that very first time I went to target, I hadn't been anywhere. And I walked into target and I had my mask on and I went to check out and I was so sad by all the plexiglass everywhere. I felt like overnight we turned into a no touch. Oh place, yeah. You know, yep. and that was so hard because it's like we were cutting off communication and
0: smiling and all of that from each other and overnight. And I get, I get what you're saying. Cause I can see you and I know you're serious, but like, are you touching your cashiers? Like no. before <laughs> I've just had to ask, but it's like this barrier that just
1: makes it feel like, but no, I'm not like hugging them across. Like,
0: (laughs) Like, I don't think I've even shaken a cashier's hand. Like, but I know, I know you're being serious and I am too. You're right. Overnight. It did feel like, and now it's everywhere.
1: And I wonder like when we're finally past all this coronavirus stuff, which I'm hoping is soon, but who knows, is it going to stay up?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. That would be they interesting. take it
1: down and like store it for, you know, a hundred years maybe we'll
0: once maybe once they figure out a vaccine or something, you know, and they feel more comfortable. I don't know. Who that knows. is a great question. I mean, so uh for our family, just some of the conversations, well, we saw a huge kind of decline emotionally with Haley Bell, which mm. I talked to you about. She's our extrovert right. and she would come up to us and just say things like, um, "I'm really sad and I don't know why." It was heartbreaking, Megan. So like uh, she just had been inside and not seeing her people and not seeing kids. So when we, our school district, finally did give the choice, um, so we're a little bit obviously we're very, we're different, and so I gave my girls a choice and just said, "What do you feel?" Best about, let's talk about it as a family. Let me and dad talk about it. Uh, Haley Bell immediately said, I want to go back in person. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'll wear the mask. You need me to wear a face shield, I'll put on all the things. I'll go in. scrub suit. Like right. all, all. She was
1: ready just to be back.
0: She just needed it for her heart. And even at eight years old, she could tell you like emotionally, she just needed to see other. Kids Mm -hmm. and people, so she went back to school. But my teenager is home. She chose to stay at home. So for our listeners, the family, yeah, yes. So for our listeners and moms out there, and it's not just with this decision. I think even just with all things, me and Megan, mom and parent, different. So she Mm kind of told her kids, "Hey, we're gonna make this decision, and we're gonna choose the same thing." and over here. We did it a little bit different and guess what? That's okay. Right. It's okay. There's no judgment at all. Megan and Ben did what was best for their family. Me and Logan did what was best for our family. And I think that goes across the board, not just for this situation. I'm sure raising kids, we parent way different.
1: Oh yeah, we do. But I think that that's something that I would say I've learned this year a little bit more is we've just got to give each other grace, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. stop judging each other for all of our decisions because like, I think that that was a great decision that you guys made for having Audrey stay home and sending Haley to school. Like their needs were totally different, different. Mm-hmm. but for us, like our kids needs are kind of the same, you know, at this stage in life right. and they're closer in age and. You know, two are in elementary and just one is in middle school. But so it worked for us to be able to do that. It made
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I I learned the same thing. Grace.
1: Yes, Grace. I would say grace across the board is um, if you see somebody making a decision that you question, instead of our first reaction judging them, we just need to say, well, that just makes sense to them. And that's what works for their family. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just different and yeah. showing them love and showing them grace through it. I think that that, if we could just figure out how to all do that, then <laughs> life would be a whole lot easier, you know, cause this has been one of those years with coronavirus and all the mask stuff. And do you stay home? Do you get out? And then throw in the election with that. Like, it has just been a high judgment year where people have just nitpicked every little decision that everybody makes.
0: If you have an extrovert friend, you need to check on them. Like, they're probably. Not okay. They need to be out seeing people. Megan is y'all can't see it, but Megan is laughing on (laughs) the other side. I can see her in the video because this is basically the quarantine has been her Super Bowl.
1: Totally, she's
0: an introvert, and she's like, "Yep, got this." I got all my
1: people here. We're snuggling on the couch all the time. I don't have to get dressed up and go out. I have worn more pajamas this year. And washed my hair less. I, I okay. So oh. I have learned how long I can go without washing my hair before it's just terrible.
0: Okay, so mine is roughly. I want to. And even before pandemic quarantine, all of that, um, I have really, really thick hair and curly. We both do right, and so um, I usually only washed my hair maybe. Obviously, I bathed every day, but washing my hair (laughs) stinky. I washing my hair was probably only once, maybe twice a week. And that was that's kind of it. I could go a little bit longer in quarantine because I'm not out seeing anybody, right? I mean, how long did you go?
1: Oh, over a week at least.
0: What? Oh, I couldn't know. Yeah, I can't do that. I will say, I was thinking about this the other day because we launched a podcast in 2020. Yeah, we did. And this has been something that we've talked about. And I've kind of always dreamed about, had a passion for, for a long, long time. And in my head though, I thought I would be like thinner, <laughs> my lashes done, <laughs> my hair the way that I wanted it to be. Before you put yourself out in public like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, like I would have it, I would be like launching a podcast with uh, I'm all put together. But I'm literally probably the messiest that I've ever that I've ever been. Maybe yeah. not the messiest I've ever been, but I, I
1: mean, I think that legitimately there is a thing called like the coronavirus 10 to 15 pound. Oh, I pandemic 10 sure. pounder. I don't know. What do you name? It's like the freshman 15. So 15. what do you name this? The, the, the 20, the, the
0: Rona 20. Yeah, <laughs> because I bet you it's way over 15. Yeah. <laughs> I put on Gosh. anyway. So I just, I think for me, like uh, I'm super excited about the podcast. Like I, I know we both were just ecstatic ecstatic when the opportunity, um, came about, uh, and I do want to kind of dive into that here in just a minute but for me just looking back and realizing you know we can't just wait till we feel like we have it all together to start something like i'd rather be in the moment and real with you guys right now like this is who i am this is what i look like this is what's going on in my life today so yeah it's not how i pictured it but I also wouldn't have changed starting a podcast with you.
1: Oh, and that's where I needed you, Meg, because I'm the perfectionist where I feel like I have to have all my ducks in a row. I have to have everything planned out and figured out before I get on that train and go for it. Yeah. And you're like, dragging me, pulling me on the train going, (laughs) we got this, we can figure it out as we go. And this is a good thing. And I'm so grateful that that's your personality versus mine, because I don't know if I even would have done it.
0: Well, and I know you wanted to, but that's kind of what you're saying is like, I can help move us along, along, be the starter of the train. We're going to butcher all of these. Um, what are they called? the idioms, which I know you for real I do. Too. I'm terrible. I, I mix them
1: up. I confuse them in my head. And, um, what's the one it's, is it conquer and divide or divide and conquer? See, I don't even know because it,
0: <laughs> it's divide have, and conquer
1: <laughs> because there was one time where Ben and I went shopping and I was like, okay let's go conquer and divide this and we'll make it happen. And he was like,
0: what? (laughs) What What are you trying to say?
1: (laughs) And then there was another one that I don't, all I remember saying is the the gun got jumped. And I don't remember what the real idiom is, but that's the thing is- jumped the gun. jumped the gun. And I was like, oh man, the gun got jumped. (laughs) Wrong them
0: all up. Okay, so I think we're going to have to- what we'll have to do then is we'll have to have on, um, an episode or maybe a little mini sesh. I'm going to read the beginning or the end of an idiom and you're going to have to complete it. I'm
1: gonna butcher and let's all. see
0: how many you can butcher. Oh my That's goodness. funny. That so no, funny. we're not, we're not like we're moving the train forward, which I don't even know if there's an idiom for the train, the train. I don't but know. We're okay, on so it and we're something going
1: for it. And this year that I've kind of really enjoyed is all of the, um, drive up and the people put things in your car, like all the,
0: Oh, the parades, the little party.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, like, <laughs> like I'm beam. like, what? <laughs> no shopping like you order something the curbside the curbside service. that's the word curbside service i mean i was already doing that for my groceries but i feel like it went up like 10 notches with all the other stores for them to be able to have business you know in the very beginning when we couldn't go in there but they're still doing it yeah
0: i love great customer service it is
1: especially when you've got little kids and you don't want to get them out and you know all of that i feel like that's been I've loved it. That's been a great the part of it. I do
0: grocery curbside. I'm trying to think if I've used that curbside service for. Oh, I've done it for old Navy. Else.
1: I've done it for. Ooh, old Target. Navy. Yeah. Okay. At least in our area, they are still doing it. So I need to, I need to get
0: on my online shopping. <laughs> I have
1: learned that I don't like shopping in a store.
0: I have said this for years. I really do love online shopping, uh, for most of my products. That's my preference. Um, but there's a handful of things that I want to be in the store for to like,
1: I don't know. I feel like this is a pivotal year for all of the black Friday stuff because not many people even went out for black Friday. You know, I, well, I feel they like the started, last, the last few years, definitely, you know, they started earlier. That's been happening the last couple of years. So do
0: you think it's a gone away tradition? I wonder if it's a gone away
1: tradition. I feel like they need to take black Friday and cyber Monday and like marry them together and come up with a whole new name that just lasts a week shopping Saturday, but that's just a one day. No, like a whole week week. Because you Black want- Friday now is almost a week for most stores, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, for this year, I got that Target ad a whole week early. Yeah. Uh, start shopping Black Friday now. And then it's like, oh, do I get it now? Or do I wait for Cyber Monday, which is going to be better? So they just need to marry them, come up with a new name.
0: All right. Let's get on it. I think it's going to happen. You just wait. Come up with your own, your own little hot shopping holiday. I know. (laughs) I'm convinced. You wait. It's going to happen. People are going to change it. All right. So what else in 2020?
1: Oh, uh, I learned that there's a thing called a
0: murder hornet. Did you know that? Uh, not only did I know it, I didn't sleep for about two weeks. (laughs) I'm not a huge sleeper anyways, but I really didn't sleep for two weeks. I was reading an article that they, this is what got me so upset about it. They've located the nest. Why didn't they destroy the nest? Like, I don't want you just to locate it. They, that's what they use. They've located the nest of murder hornets.
1: You're reading all those articles.
0: I know. I I mean, I I
1: saw it in the news and then I moved on. I was like, eh, 2020, like
0: whatever. (laughs)
1: Uh, what's a, what's a murder hornet? What's that going to (laughs) do? This is going to be the year where our, you know, when we have grandkids and our grandkids are complaining about something and we're going to go back to, Oh, you don't even know what you're talking about when we were in the year 2020, you know, like
0: our, Um. Parents and I grandparents. Uphill. Yes,
1: yeah. I walked uphill both ways to school in the snow storm or whatever it is. You know,
0: they're gonna be like, "I was in 2020."
1: Uh huh. <laughs> that's our generation's thing now. Oh, well, oh, that's 2020. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it's been it's been a wild year. I think that there obviously have been some hard things for all of us, right? Um, probably some super devastating things for some people. A
0: lot of a lot of loss. Yeah, sure.
1: it's a year of a lot of loss, I think people can point to. But I think what's important is reminding ourselves that even in loss, there can still be good things and there can still be things that we laugh about and find joy in, you know? And um, so this has been good, kind of just remembering some of the-
0: A little 2020- Crazy- recap.
1: Yeah, crazy things and the ups and the downs. I think it definitely is a roller coaster year. But by far my favorite, Meg is starting this podcast with you.
0: I know. Yay, so we did it. Fine. Thanks, Megan. Good I good know. 2020 wrap up. I know, right? And everybody, <laughs> y'all go find a
1: friend or a family member and you know, talk about what was hard, but talk about what was good this year too because there's going to be some good things that can bring a little laughter as you end 2020 and let's start off 2021 strong, right?
0: Yep. Go get them. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about (laughs) all the things. All the
1: things. We love it. Don't we Meg?
0: Yes. Well,
1: y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at The Meg's Podcast.